Good morning and welcome to the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily number 360. It is Friday, May 14th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and DarkSide is raking it in this week. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Happy Friday. You've made it to the pinnacle of yet another end-of-the-week celebration for some of us. Wherever you listen to this, if you could like, share, comment, or review, that would be spectacular. It would be wonderful. If you do that, I will come back on Monday and continue recording and probably continue updating on the colonial ransomware attack. And if you're in a HIPAA compliant business, you can go to Facebook and or LinkedIn, type get HIPAA compliance into the search and join the group. So let's see if we can send you on your merry way early today. WordPress release security updates. If you have a WordPress site, you may have... Um, seen that you were automatically updated today or yesterday. WordPress versions between 3.7 and 5.7.1 are affected by a security vulnerability. An attacker could exploit this vulnerability to take control of affected systems. The upgrade should be to WordPress 5.7.2. If you have not, if you're, even if you, I've seen reports of people who have websites that are blocking automatic updates they're still getting updated so it seems like this is pretty big deal for wordpress so don't be surprised if your website is automatically updated to 5.7.2 threat post reports apple's find my network exploited via bluetooth the send my exploit can use apple's locator service to collect and send information from nearby devices for later upload to icloud servers apple's find my device function for helping people track their ios and mac os Devices can be exploited to transfer data to and from random passing devices without using the internet, a security researcher has demonstrated. Security researcher Fabian Braunlein with Positive Security developed a proof of concept using a microcontroller and custom macOS app that can broadcast data from one device to another via Bluetooth, low energy, BLE. Once connected to the internet, the receiving device can then forward the data to an attacker-controlled Apple iCloud server. Bronley called the method SendMy and posted several use cases for the method, including the benign building of a network for Internet of Things, sensors, or as a way to deplete people's mobile data plans over time. The misuse of FindMy in this way seems nearly impossible for Apple to prevent, he said, given that the capabilities inherent to the privacy and security-focused design of the FindMy offline finding system, Bronley observed. Brownlee said he was inspired by the release of Apple's AirTags, an item tracker that can be attached to something like a backpack or keychain to allow it to be found. If within Bluetooth range, using the Find My service to see if arbitrary data also could be sent this way. The researcher leveraged previous research from a team with Technical University of Darmstadt in Germany who had already reverse engineered Apple's Find My network to develop a tool called Open Haystack. Open Haystack allows people to create their own accessories that can be found and tracked by locator service along the way. The researchers also found flaws with the system that can expose user identities. When used over Bluetooth, Apple's Find My feature basically crowdsources the ability to find someone's device or item over BLE. Devices communicate along themselves using location beacons, or among themselves, sorry. The owner of the device can then 
received location reports about devices enrolled in Apple's iCloud-based Find My Phone or iOS macOS Find My App. So here's the steps. When pairing an AirTag with an Apple device, an elliptic curve key pair is generated. The public key is pushed to the AirTag in a shared secret to generate rolling public keys. Every two seconds, the AirTag sends a Bluetooth low-energy broadcast with public key as content. Changes every 15-minute deterministically using the previously shared secret. Nearby iPhones, MacBooks, etc. recognize the Find My Broadcast, retrieve the current location, encrypt the location with the broadcasting public key using ICIES, and upload the encrypted location report. During device search, the paired owner device generates the list of rolling public keys that the AirTag would have used in the last days and queries an Apple service for their SHA-256 hashes. The Apple backend returns the encrypted location reports for the requested key IDs. The owner device decrypts the location reports and shows an approximate location. To use the service in the way Braunlean outline requires a number of engineering steps and custom hardware. To send data, the programmed low-cost ESP32 microcontroller as a modern using open haystack-based firmware to broadcast a hard-coded default message and then listen to on the serial interface for any data to be to broadcast in loop until a new message is received, he explained. Nearby Apple devices with the Find My Service enabled can then pick up these signals and send them to the Apple to Apple servers to retrieve data. Broadly developed a macOS app, also based on Open Haystack, which uses an Apple Mail plugin and elevated privileges to send properly authenticated location retrieval requests to Apple backend. So it almost sounds like a man-in-the-middle attack with uh, Bluetooth. It's an interesting concept. I don't know uh, how easy that that would be to to set up in. Um, use on a routine basis, but it it exists. So the proof of concept exists. You can bet that somebody else is going to try to mirror that. Bleepy Computer, an update on insurance giant CNA. We reported a while back about them being hit with a ransomware attack. Well, their systems have been fully restored. Um, the that took them just to give you an idea. Phoenix Crypto Locker was a ransomware attack. Um, the attack occurred on March 21st, so it is May 13th, almost two months later, and they are just now restored, you know, ha systems being fully restored. There was 15,000 devices encrypted. It took them two months, almost two months to recover from that, just to give you an idea. This is an insurance giant that sells um, cyber liability insurance. Crypto exchange glitch causes duplicate purchases, delayed credits. This is also on Bleepy Computer. The exchange is crypto.com. A multi-day delay for users in receiving their purchased assets. Moreover, those reattempting declined or expired transactions were charged multiple times for multiple purchases or duplicate purchases. Crypto.com describes itself as the world's largest growing crypto app with over 10 million users across 90 plus countries. However, not everyone seems happy with the app's recently reported slowdowns, which have caused noticeable issues for users. So they experienced some issues. It seems like they have addressed them. If you use crypto.com, then you probably um, experienced those issues. I do not. I use a different app for that, um, whatever that's worth. Rapid7 source code 
credentials, access and code code supply chain attack. So those of you in the IT world probably familiar with Rapid7, they are a cybersecurity firm. Um, they also sell some applications to MSPs like myself. They were hit with a, or they weren't hit, but they their credentials were accessed in the Code Cove supply chain attack that we've been talking about for a few weeks now. Not as big as the SolarWinds attack, but in a similar fashion, Code Cove clients have been compromised as a result of a supply chain attack. And it's been a good week for, for DarkSide as far as um, getting paid. Bleepy Computer Chemical Distributor pays $4.4 million to DarkSide Ransomware. Chemical, distribu- chemical Distribution Company Brentag paid a $4.4 million ransom in Bitcoin to the DarkSide Ransomware gang to receive a decryptor for encrypted files and prevent the threat actors from publicly leaking stolen data. Brentag is a world-leading chemical distribution company headquartered in Germany but with over 17,000 employees worldwide at over 670 sites. According to the ICS Top 100 Chemical Distributors Report, Brentag is the second largest in sales for North America. At the beginning of May, Brentag suffered a ransomware attack that targeted their North America division. As part of this attack, the threat actors encrypted devices on a network and stole unencrypted files. From this information, shared with Bleepy Computer by an anonymous source, the DarkSide Ransomware Gang Group, claimed to have stolen 150 gigs of data during their attack. To prove their claims, the ransomware gang created a private data leak page containing a description of the types of data that were stolen and screenshots screenshots of some of the data. So they did all this beginning of May and got paid $4.4 million for that, but not to be outdone. Colonial Pipeline shells out $5 million in extortion payout report. And also, so, so far, Colonial is denying that they've paid but there are other sources that are saying that Colonial paid DarkSide $5 million for the decryption key. And they did restore really quickly. So it would almost seem like that is an accurate statement. Five days after being shut down, they are being restored. Um, that is not typical. As we saw with CNA, it took them two months. So it would seem that they did pay something. And there are multiple reports from reputable resources that they paid $5 million. So that would mean just those two alone, DarkSide made $9.4 million this week. Not a bad week. And we have a couple of HIPAA breach reports. A database containing the personal protected health information of almost 200,000 U.S. military veterans has been discovered to be accessible online by security researcher Jeremiah Fowler. The database was... Identified on April 18, 2021, and a review identified references to a company called United Valor Solutions. Jacksonville, North Carolina-based United Valor Solutions is a contractor of the Department of Veterans Affairs that provides disability evaluation services for the VA and other government agencies. The database, which contained veterans' names, states dates of birth, contact information, medical information, appointment information, unencrypted passwords, and billing information could be accessed without a password. The database could have been viewed and downloaded by anyone and information in a database altered or deleted. Fowler notified United Valor Solutions about the exposed data breach. The company replied the following day, confirming the exposed database had been reported to its contractors and the public access had been shut down. It is unclear how long the database was exposed. However, United Valor Solutions said the database only appeared to have been accessed by internal IP addresses and Fowlers. Fowler said he found evidence of ransomware attack within the data set 
was a message titled README, which claimed that records had been downloaded and would be exposed if a 0.15 Bitcoin ransom was not paid. According to threat posts, which first reported the story, the VA has been investigating the incident and that it appears to have been related to penetration testing. Reginald Humphreys, director of IT strategic communication at the office of information and technology at the VA provided a statement. It appears that a researcher was attempting to find security deficiencies and flaws in United Valor solution systems. At this time, we do not believe there was a data breach, but rather this was done for research purposes. At the request of the contractor, United Valor Solutions, the VA investigation into the incident is ongoing. A breach previously reported by the California Department of State Hospitals has affected more individuals than previously thought. The breach, which was identified on February 25th, 2021, involved improper medical record access by an employee. The breach, a former employee, the breach was initially thought to have involved the records of 1,415 patients and former patients, 617 employee names, and personal and protected health information of 1,735 employees and information about 1,217 job applicants who had been who had not been successful in gaining employment. Further investigations into the improper access revealed the personal information of further 80 individuals was accessed, including addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, social security number, dates of birth, and driver's license numbers. The immigration information of 38 individuals, employment-related health information of 81 individuals who had, who had applied for work, had been employed or were former employees, and 20 individuals' dates of birth and last four digits of their social security numbers were also accessed. The employee concern has been placed on administrative leave while the case is investigated. Uh, I, I don't know because earlier in the article it says former employee, and then it says that he was placed on administrative leave. So not sure what that means. Um, but there you have it. So now today we have a uh, not secured database and a another insider threat. So insider threat, if you don't know, can doesn't necessarily mean it was malicious in nature. It could have been accidental, but in this case it looks like there was ulterior motives. That is going to do it for this week's final edition of the Product of IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until Monday, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.